The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Tuesday the 27th of August. In your squeeze today, Boris Johnson, Brexit and the G7, a plastic bag at the centre of a corruption inquiry in New South Wales, the rock headed towards the Great Barrier Reef, and our first episode of Squeeze Shortcuts is out. This is your squeeze today. Still on the G7 this morning and it's new British Prime Minister Boris Johnson's turn to dominate the headlines, Claire. That's right. And he's, of course, got a very pressing deadline coming up of the 31st of October, which is when Johnson says, come hell or high water, the UK will Brexit and leave the European Union. Uh, That means these meetings gave him an opportunity to really talk to a lot of uh, world leaders, but most importantly, probably was the attendance of the European Council President, Donald Tusk. And he's the guy that Johnson really has to sit down and have those discussions discussions with if they're going to reopen negotiations and there seem to be some positive developments on that front. As G7 wraps up, there was an agreement to provide 33.5 million, that's in Aussie dollars, to firefighting support in the Amazon region. That's right. And French President Emmanuel Macron has really been uh, spearheading those discussions. He really wanted to talk about the Amazon during that G7 uh, meeting and uh, those funds will be used to pay for aerial firefighting efforts, not that Brazil's President Bolsonaro really received that news well. He and Macron have been engaged in a bit of a tit-for-tat over the last few weeks. Uh, Bolsonaro also uh, struck a pretty low blow last night and Mm. had a go at Macron's wife, Bridget, over social media, so no love lost there. And Scott Morrison met with world leaders, including Boris Johnson. He confirmed that in a post-Brexit world, Australia would be amongst the top of the queue for a trade deal. A corruption inquiry has begun in New South Wales into labour donations and it's Chinese billionaire and political donor Wang Shengmao that's at the centre. Listeners may recall he was the guy who the federal government stripped of his permanent residency earlier this year on character grounds. That's right. He's also the guy who was central to former Labor Senator Sam Dastiari's downfall. What the first day of those hearings uncovered was the delivery by Wang of a hundred thousand dollars in cash uh, in an Audi plastic Mm. bag to Labor headquarters in Sydney Uh, and that cash was to then be donated to the party and accounted for by splitting it um, into smaller denominations from various people so to sort of flout the uh, electoral laws when it comes to donating. So that was day one. So that six-week hearing, who knows what else might be uncovered in that time. Plenty more to go on that one. We're talking US presidential candidates now with two confirming they'll run for the Republican candidacy against US President Donald Trump. Yes, former congressman from Illinois, uh, Joe Walsh, came forward yesterday. He's a fairly prominent conservative radio host. He says that uh, Trump is a bigot and a narcissist, but of course critics remember the time that Walsh uh, tweeted back in 2016 that President Barack Obama was a Muslim. So that's 
going to be a very positive campaign, no doubt. Um, also, uh, to note, there's 21 US Democrats remaining in the race to win that party's nomination to be the presidential candidate. When will that all be settled? Oh, there's a whole process that goes up into January and February. So, yeah, and then an election next year. It's going to be a long year, that one. Yeah, plenty to go on that one. And something mind-blowing to think about is the size of the ocean. This next story really puts it in perspective. A sheet of floating rock the size of Manhattan is headed towards the Great Barrier Reef. And that's something that environmentalists say could be really great for the reef. It's a positive story. Yeah, it sounds so negative, like a big rock sort of formation is coming our way, but it's made up of pumice. Uh, That pumice has come uh, after an underwater volcano erupted near um, Tonga earlier this month, and the pumice apparently would be great for the reef because it can bring new sea life and all sorts of great sort of Mm. organisms that really help the coral to grow. So, yeah, something that will happen apparently over the next few months. There's vision of it via a link in the Squeeze Today email. That's worth a look. Adut Akesh is an Aussie supermodel. She recently did an interview with Who magazine, but the mag made a, a very big error. They made the error in running the photo of another model. Uh, of course, um, what um, Akesh had to say was that it's pretty disappointing that just because there's a couple of prominent black models who happen to be Australians, um, that that mistake was able to be made and says that we've got a really long way to go when it comes to things like that sort of racism. And perhaps one of the lighter stories to come out of the G7, it's being reported that the Queen has told Scott Morrison that Donald Trump ruined her lawn. Ruined her lawn by landing his helicopter at Buckingham Palace and uh, the yarn goes that... Oh, sounds like a big <laughs> The no-no. yarn goes that when Scott Morrison was there, remember, for the D-Day commemorations, as were a lot of world leaders, uh, oh, that yes. she took Mr Morrison outside to show him that lawn. Both the palace and Morrison strongly reject that there's any truth to that story, but it's just a fantastic idea that that could have actually happened. And before we get to the subject line, big news from us this morning, Claire. The first episode of Squeeze Shortcuts has been released this morning. We're starting with Hong Kong. Woohoo! Yep, Hong Kong. <laughs> if you want a, a quick few minutes on what that's all about and how even Hong Kong uh, came to be in British hands, that's where we, we sort of go through all of that background so you can get the context to this story. Yeah, for the fir- for this first one, we've put um, the episode in the Squiz Today episode feed. So just stay listening at the end of the podcast to hear that. If you like what you hear, make sure you can access future episodes by subscribing. You can do that by searching for Squiz Shortcuts in your preferred podcast app, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We hope you enjoy it. What's the subject line today, Claire? Uh, subject line today is we will fly way up high, of course, from the horses, Daryl Braithwaite. I know we've quoted oh. that song before, but there's a Oh, well, it's such a classic. (laughs) Exactly. There's a particularly (laughs) touching story about um, jockey Ty Anglin who was left a quadriplegic after a pretty bad fall last year and uh, over the weekend he went um, to a stud to um, meet up with one of his former charges, Mm. a horse called Trapeze Artist, and the photos are, are just beautiful and really touching. They are. I've checked those out in the Squeeze Today email. 
Uh, finally, before we finish, I'm actually off on leave for a couple of weeks. Claire, I think I, what? I, think I did let you know. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't know about that. Catch you later. Wow. Back on deck <laughs> on the 12th of September. Um, our colleague Larissa Moore will be filling in for me in the meantime. Uh, I'm sure she's looking forward to the early starts. <laughs> And have a great trip. You've deserved the break well and truly. I am looking forward to it. Uh, That's all from us today. Have a great Tuesday and uh, we will, uh, well, Claire, we'll chat to you tomorrow. I'll chat to you in a couple of weeks. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. Quick message now from our podcast partner, BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to Squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic Dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP.